Smoking from outer space today. Power plant from a uh, dispensary, and I don't know what the as mystery we mixed in with it. <laughs> a friend of a friend gave it to Amy and uh, said, "Try it." So I just threw it in with this. Kush Mysterio. Ooh, that smells good. I smell it already. It's got a. It's got a taste in the air. It smells like fear. I mean, <laughs> we have a leftover we, jar that we just put like the the leftovers yeah. in, and it's all so it, we yeah. God knows what's in there. <coughs> There's a dispensary that has a jar called the Jeffrey jar. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. And it's just all the trimmings or the bottom stuff that they have in the bottom of the jars, and they just pour it into one, and it's like five bucks a gram or something like that, you know, or <laughs> for, five bucks for however much. But uh, yeah. <coughs> For a while, they had these uh, $60 ounces, and it was like the trim and the shit. Yeah. It was good shit. Like yeah. Some of them were like little bitty buds, the perfect yep. size bud to put in a bowl. <coughs> and so, and it was it was great. We loved it. Plus, if you make if you make nice with most of the bud tenders around here, when they're giving you those you know the cheap deals, you know they'll throw in some big buds for you right? if they like you. You know, just gotta be nice to them. Oh, I'm so excited <laughs> about that new encampment and Audi, Audi Crystal Cannibore. Don't forget to tip your butt tender. <laughs> right? Give them tips, man. I want to go somewhere like fucking Bronson and does Ancient Aliens, where he had the bud tender that would just come around and bring him the shit. That would be fun. Hell yeah. You okay there, buddy? Man, I'm, I'm down and willing. Man, that got me wanting to watch Grease. Oh, <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, Josh grease. hates grease. You hate grease too? I hate grease too, but I love grease. Shit. It was just seemed like when I was like when I was a teenager, it seemed like the thing that all the clicky people were doing was getting into grease. <laughs> Remember, remember, uh, Tim, Timmy, Lobber, uh, Big Tim Lobber that lived in Ponca City and his son Tim hang out with Terry and all them, Terry Combs, and no. Trey dated him for a long time. Mr. Lava Lover? <laughs> Mr. Lava Lover. No, <laughs> I couldn't help it. He set it, set it up for that one. I was like, Mr. Lava Lover. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure some of your listeners will know the guy. Oh. <laughs> to all you out there I, in I the internet know, land. That's the fuck point I was trying to make anyway, so they may remember him, but I have no idea what The name sounds familiar, but I also have a horrible memory. Alright, so enough of y'all's bullshit. <laughs> let's, get to, let's get to aliens and giants. Alright. And them fucking making babies and the rest of the world is pretty, uh, oh yeah, nonchalantly cool about Aliens, but except for us in America, we, yeah, you know. Well, but we're the one, the ones that I think. I think America. I think it's transnational, but I think <coughs> really we're the ones that's got the most. <coughs> shit, you know. Uh, <coughs> oh. Fuck. 
Yeah, I know. I kind of I had that transition. So, are yeah. we? <laughs> do we have a hollow Earth? Are y'all into that? That I mean, is we, very, very interesting, but I don't know if I buy into it. There's still I'm I'm on I'm I'm intrigued, but I don't know. Yeah, kind of kind of on the same page. I'm I'm on board with that. I it's interesting, and I would like to believe it, but I just don't know. <laughs> Here's you, what I do: Boulder Dash. <laughs> are you Boulder Dash about it or not? Do you give it a boulder dash? Or... I give it. Do you give, give it boulder it, dash hogwash? I give it a two on the woogie boogie scale. Okay. <laughs> Wait, how? All right, now what's what is a top of the woogie boogie scale? Like, if you had to it, give it a, an event, it's an event. Like, or something that's woogie. Oh, what the fuck, woogie boogie scale here? Uh, the Travis Walton abduction. Who is Sam Walton abduction? No, no, Tra <laughs> holy shit! You don't know who Travis Walton is. <coughs> Son of you Sam do Walton. Like coming in as a blank canvas. I do, man. <laughs> Explain. Okay, Travis. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, you won't go. <laughs> so, this was back in the late 70s, well, maybe mid-70s, like 76, 77. Is this the Fire in the Sky guy? Yes. Okay, there thank was, you. Do you. Have you ever seen the movie Fire in the Sky? I've heard of it. I I'm going to say no. I, I, I didn't like watch it. Stuff on his face, and her, it's like a clockwork orange scene there for a minute. I just have a different memory of Fire in the Sky, so <coughs> well, we'll get to that later. Okay, so... He's a, he's a guy, he's with a group of loggers. They're getting off work and they're going and they see this light. And they're all of them in the truck. And uh, Travis Walton is a passenger. Well, they get up to it. As they get up to it, they see the light is in the trees, you know, these big tall pines. Because I think this was up in like Washington somewhere or something. Something like that, yeah. And, uh, well, when they stop, everybody else in the truck is like freaked the fuck out. They're ready, like, you know, they're like wanting to haul balls out of there, but Travis Walton jumps out of the truck. You know, I mean, you think of a logger. He's a man's man. He's like probably mid-twenties at this time. So he jumps out of the truck. Well, when they jump, he jumps out of the truck, he walks up and he looks, and by this time he's almost directly underneath it. It shoots a beam of light down. All the guys in the truck see it, and it lifts him up, and the guys like call balls, man, because they, they left thought... It. They thought they just watched their friend get vaporized. Yeah. And so they were hauling balls out of there. So they get down the road and they're arguing, hey, man, we've got to go back and get him. We've got to go back for him. No, fuck you, man. We're not going nowhere. That kid, They just vaporized him. Well, hey, guys, looking alien. They come back. <laughs> He's not there. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> and they're like, holy shit, you know, where'd he go? There's no body, there's no nothing. There was like a, I think there was said there was a ring in the grass. Yeah, or something. yeah, it was a dark but, spot. Uh, so they go to the police. Um, I don't. <laughs> they go to the police to report him missing. <coughs> and of course, they have to. Go power plant. Go power plant. Shante, shante, shante. They have to tell the police how the fuck he went missing. You know, so they tell him there was this crap, this thing came down, a light. We took <coughs> well, the police think they're all full shit. Yeah. 
they so, think they murdered. They think that they killed him. Yeah, they think that they were all up there messing around, killed him, and are trying to get away with this story. <laughs> Lost a game of soggy biscuit. <laughs> Loser leaves town. <laughs> well, Loser leaves town biscuit. <laughs> they had him come in and take lie detector tests. And the guy, that, they interviewed the guy that did the test. And he's not like, you know, your average. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He's a professional at it. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and I was going to say, by any chance, if you don't want to hit that, go right yeah, ahead yeah. and pass on that. So, uh. Airplane's <coughs> getting kind of strong. Anyway, all but one of them pass the, the lie detector test. The flying colors. The only one that didn't pass was hesitant about taking the test because I think he had a warrant out or something. He was afraid he was going to get in trouble for something he was trying to kind of hide from. Right. And so he was very worried about taking the test. And so he was nervous, so he didn't pass that. Well, they took multiple tests. So the, the guy, you know, so they're about, they're about to go down for murder. Well, five days later, a gas station called to Travis Walton's British Travis Walton. Travis Walton woke up and was like, and went to a phone call and called his brother. He had said, and his story is that he woke up, he didn't know how long he was out. He woke up and he was like on a table in this craft, and there were these beings racing. At first, they thought they were kids, and you know, there was just these beings. Well, he kind of flipped out on him, you know, like trying to get the fuck out of here. Right. And, uh, they, they, I don't remember the entire story. They did something something to kind of knock him back out. And when he woke back up, he was like close to that gas station. Right. And well, he had no idea he had been gone for five days. Uh, and so here's all these guys and here he is back. Well, now his story is that this abduction story. Anyway, they all took tests after he's, he's the number, he, well, one of the most credible abduction case cases I think there is out there because they, they there's no other way they can prove themselves you know they've taken multiple <coughs> tests every time they do they pass them Travis Walton now says suspect <coughs> looking back he thinks what happened is that they he jumped out and got kind of in the line of fire for them to take off or whatnot or whatever they're doing and he said he thinks what happened is that they took him to repair the damage that was caused by this light. And, uh, well, you know, and then he woke up and, you know, you woke up and you don't know where the fuck you Yeah, he, all of a sudden there's, yeah. He, and he did say that they were trying to telepathically tell him, it's okay, calm down, we're trying to help you, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you wake up in a, at a gas station, you call your brother. And oh, it's, uh... But yeah, that's kind of the Travis. That that's one of the in the Betty and Barney Hill case of the couple that got abducted and they did uh, they regressed them and like they did that they took they put a needle in her navel and she remembered it through regression. Anyway, there was residue on her dress that uh, they couldn't identify. That nobody knows what it was. There was a lot of evidence in that case too. And. And it was a. <coughs> the lady. <coughs> There's a lady that is involved, heavily involved in the UFO community now, and does a lot of documentaries and stuff. She's the niece of Betty Hill that was from that abduction. 
and she was abducted when she was a child. Her mother, it runs in the family. Like when abductions first started coming out, people started talking about them. If they were real, they thought it was like a once in a you know million chance that someone gets abducted. Well, the further they went, they started figuring out that abductions are generational, where you have an abduction here, but nobody talks about them, you know. But so this person has an abduction, and then come to find out their mother had an experience when she was a child, and they were grandparents tell them the experience, you know. You know what it is. You know when you gotta have a when you run an experiment, you gotta have like, you know, a, a control, and then. What if they are checking, they scan the same DNA that's passed down and they're just doing a, like some sort of like, like, ten, like a 10 generational study on effects of blah, blah, blah <laughs> right. into this family. And so like they just come every generationally to check, just to abduct you, check you, like a, like a, like a, almost like a clinical, yeah. a clinical most, study. Most generally, they <clears> involve <throat> something with the reproductive organs. So I think it's also it's DNA passed your uh, genetic code. Gen yeah. yeah. And they can scan your genetic code. And I think it's the stuff I've been listening to lately. I, I don't know what the fuck aliens sound like. It's part of the hybridization process too. Because the, there's these hybrid babies that they have. There's abductees. Like, okay, there's this. There's a documentary you gotta watch called Extraordinary: The Stan Romanek Story. I think I've watched that. About the guy. You see the video where they were coming to his house and they yeah, pop up in the, the window. windows and shit. Ooh, that video creeps me. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoopee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Whoopee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just got that reference. Done. Yeah. But. uh Fuck, now he threw me off. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, he was part of a hybrid because he said he remember, you know, he got, gets abducted and he would just, he would black out and he would wake up and his nose would have blood all crusted down. And, uh, anyway, they were taking his DNA. Well, the one of the abductions, he remembers they introduced him to this child. And he said he knew when he looked at it, he knew it was his child. <laughs> And but it was also something else. It had big eyes. And, yeah. You know it was, and and he would get like they would come up and hi daddy. You know he would get those phone calls, those weird phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they had a picture. The one guy when they were there having a dinner one night, these UFO researchers were there. They got a snapshot, and in the railing of the deck outside, you could see this little girl, blonde-headed girl, looking through it, and she had like human but big eyes like village of the damned are we talking like a village of the damned here now i don't know you ever seen village of the damned no what like christopher I... you've never seen harry potter <laughs> <laughs> well I, i'm aware of it i'm aware of it but you've never like christopher reeves he's like i think i, I got a, a, like a whole something happens at a town and everybody goes to sleep at the same time and they all wake up, and then, like, there's women all across the town pregnant with, like, out of nowhere. Ooh. And they're all blonde-headed and all weird symbiote. They yeah. can read minds and yeah, yeah, yeah. mind control and shit. Well, then, yeah, kind of like It's that. exactly the same story. There are they're blonde. They all look... There's documented cases of women being pregnant who have had a, an abduction experience, and midway through their pregnancy, they go in for a checkup, and the baby's gone. Yeah. Like 
Just gone. The, and the only and the doctors can't explain it. The only thing they said is something about the body reabsorbed it. No, no, that's swamp gas bullshit. <laughs> you know, I mean, but these babies just dis- and they will remember having when they're regressed, especially if they go back and get regressed, they remember having the baby taken, and then they'll have a later experience where they're abducted. Now, and they met the child. And now imagine if the Virgin Mary was abducted and impregnated the exact same way that you're talking That's about. That's exactly what I think happened. The, That's they, exactly what like I think was, happened. Was Mary an abduction? I think she was part of a hybridization program. If you're talking about a god... Even though in that religion, I know they were probably going to send lightning bolts down to me. But I'm talking about it being with a little G. A God with a little G. Yeah. You know? And as a teacher. Sent to teach the people how to be in a more, you know, not positive. Enlightenment. Enlightenment, exactly. Exactly. There's been teachers sent. I mean, at one time, they were, everybody was selling trinkets in the temple. And like when he showed up, he's like, "Get out of here! Right, throw blasphemy <laughs> in my father's house!" Like you know, like motherfucker, like and the preachers are like, "Motherfucker, ruin the game! I'm trying to make some money up in the temple, daddy." I never played skip bow with him again. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was selling my frankincense. I had a frankincense stand up in the temple. I had a good spot too. <laughs> You know, Jesus come knocking out tables. I was like, man, fuck this big, strong carpenter dude just coming in here, knocking down my motherfucking table. I'm just trying to count my gold. I'm just a mere frankincense and myrrh salesman. Only the finest. Damn you. Damn you, Jesus. Damn it, Jesus. So anyway, like, I don't know where I was going with that. I just thought it'd be funny. Like, I just... I see Jesus as a person, like how he would be, like to us, of a you know, of a dude who's super religious as hell and calls the Creator his dad. And right? He's just running around, just knocking down shit. Get out of here! Shit, sell you shit in here. <laughs> and he said he's gonna rebuild it in two days. It took us forty years to build this temple, like, motherfucker. Like I do. I, well, now, I won't say I believe in anything 100% because I don't know enough about anything to say I believe in anything 100%. But I will say I lean heavily towards Jesus as a hybrid. <laughs> well, also, me and my sister used to ask this question. Did Jesus fart? Hmm. Did he fart? He would have a Mediterranean diet, which includes a lot of nuts and fish. Nuts, fish, beans... Um, some nice good bread. House of bread. I mean, he's born in that. I mean, he's from Nazareth. That's, that's the house of bread, baby. When I want some good bread, I go to I go to Nazareth. <coughs> anyway, that's what it really means. Nazareth's house of bread. Find out the most random shit from a dude who got was a terrible class rank. Well deserving, though. 49th out of 53. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs> Talking about, yeah, I know the house of bread, daddy. <laughs> you want that bread? Come get that bread here. Ooh, and I, wine on demand. On demand wine. On demand wine. Wow. I got some olives. I got dates. Oh, it's a good one. what kind of fucking marijuana Jesus could have grown. 
Up in the Hindu Kush mountains oh. where you lived. Yep. I bet when you walked up to the field, I just heard the angels. Oh. Yep. Lights coming out like a Monty Python animation. Call it like. Clouds oh, open oh, up oh. with God. What would Jesus name his first strain of weed? Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> you gotta give thanks to Dad, I guess. <laughs> thanks, Papa. This thanks, Dad weed. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Where we know we'll come to. Thank you, Creator. Names. I look, did you see that picture I posted? Well, no, I bet you did. I think it was in my stoner. I don't post a lot on my regular page because I have very religious in-laws. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was... Fuck, now... What the how fuck how religious are we talking? How how loud of a thump oh, when they thump that Bible? Does it pop? Does it sound like a, <laughs> like a baseball and well, a catcher's glove? I'll be, honest, I'll be honest. It's not just my in-laws. It's like... My own family, too. Mm -hmm. My mom's pretty chill. My mom knows the way I think differently. Sounds like Mike Tyson hit and the punching bag. That's yeah, how much of a thump they thumped that Bible. Bah! My like they all are. My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, bless her heart, she just passed away just a year ago on the 28th. Oh, and uh, she sang in church almost every Sunday. I mean, and she had a beautiful soprano voice. Yeah. And she sang every Sunday. Her husband... My father-in-law, he like does so much volunteer work. He mows their yard. All and they're very religious. Well, but but they're not they're they're not like too good to say damn. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They're yeah, not yeah. like like they're cool people. They're not Seven Day Adventists, are they? Because no. those are the strictest ones. No, I don't even think they would be allowed to marry if that was that. Can you marry outside your religion in that? Seven Day Adventists. I know one thing. What was that movie? Uh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Mel Gibson movie. If it's Mel Brooks, I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a seven-day event. He uh, went to Japan, like, was a medic and shit. Didn't even fire around in basic training, he says, against his religion. Oh, Spider-Man. The Amazing Spider-Man. Jamie uh, Garfield. Jamie Garfield? Jamie Andrew. Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Whatever the fuck. Jamie Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Uh, <laughs> I just, thought, I just thought it was a cat. Or whatever, and I'll get Garfield. He likes lasagna. Yeah, he yeah. he plays. Uh, he eat a lot of he eat a lot of lasagna. You know? Oh, it's <laughs> it's what it is. Like there's everybody's all, but there's a bunch of Australian actors, and only American actors like Vince Vaughn, <laughs> and it's nuts. It, it was filmed in Australia and shit. What's this movie called? I don't even. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Oh shit. Boy, that would have been another, that was gonna be another <laughs> wraith. That was gonna be another wraith episode. Oh my gosh. Alright, so anyway, yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. Anyway, Seven Day Adventist. I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, super religious. How much of the you ever been thought You ever been hit over the head with a Bible? Yep. Like pop. Sometimes you get a good pop up on that leather bound. When like, I was oh. growing up, my mom was the lady in church. Who would get up and go sit by your child if they was misbehaving? Yeah. You know, if yeah. you were acting up in church. In fact, my sister, when they were in high school, I was I was still in grade school. 
her high school friends were sitting behind us and they kept poking. My mom had gum. My mom would have candy, but then she'd give you that eye if that rapper made one noise. It's not good thing, you know. Well, you fucking gave me the noise. Right, you gave me the gum. Damn, interrupt the message of the Lord. <laughs> Who the fuck wants butterscotches anyway, mom? You know, and, uh, but so anyway, I got she I got in trouble and she pulled me out by my ear down the aisle to where there were no witnesses. <laughs> Have you ever cut your tongue on a grape juice tiny cup <laughs> from during for communion? Cause, <laughs> I try to get all the juice I can. I felt look like a calf. Like a... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to suck every bit of juice. I probably made that sound by suctioning it to my tongue. That... <laughs> and I accidentally cracked the, the cup with my delicious. tooth. I go crunch. That is so good. Yeah, and I, I cracked the cup every time, and I cut. My, I sliced my tongue on that crack from trying to get all the juice out of the little communion cup. Licking the edges. Mm. You know, Protestant problems. I don't know about you Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther, my homie. <laughs> you know, I had such a good relationship with Father Bruce at the Catholic Church in Fairfax. That guy knows his shit. That he, that he and I would have, I have a theory. conversations. I have a, I have a hypothesis on the reason why he's gone. Oh? Oh. Oh. I'm interested. Well, you... You didn't hear from me. I'm hey, just kidding. <laughs> Father Bruce started questioning about the the parish's uh, funds and stuff <coughs> from uh, Osages leaving their leaving their uh, head rights to the Catholic parish in Fairfax. Or the Catholic Parish in Pahuska, or the Catholic Parish of Harmony. Like, like Osages yeah. are devoutly Catholic, so they, a lot of them just, you know, they didn't have kids or nothing. They, yeah. they left their money to the church, and how the church has been profiting off of all this head right uh, money. Oh. And he was trying to suggest programs for Osages and stuff with that head right money. He <laughs> started asking questions. Father Bruce was, yeah, started trying to want to do the right thing. Man, Father Bruce was gone. I, his pretty, he most cool South New Zealand guy I've ever. I loved him. Yeah. He came over one time when I lived in that little house across the street from the smoke shop. Yeah. He came over one time and I was telling him, because I had a ghost in that fucking house. And I would not go in my basement. If there was a tornado, I'll just die. Thank you. Because <laughs> yeah. I was not going to, as soon as you stepped down there, it was like something was breathing down your neck and snarling as a feeling. Yeah, and I wouldn't like go down that, there. It was yeah. creepy as shit. If my bra- and that's where my fucking breaker box was. And I had one of the, and it was an old house. Yeah. And the bra- I would have well, to call I always have to go down there? To come down and trip my breaker because I wouldn't go. But he, bless his heart, he walked through my whole house, blessed the whole house. That's went cool. down, blessed my basement. And I told him, you, good luck down there all the way up here. And uh, But yeah, he and I would talk about He told me one time when I was uh, in a previous relationship. He told me one time, he said, you know, God loves marriage, not liaisons. <laughs> I said, well, I will keep that in mind. He's such a recruiter. But yeah, we'd have, we'd have religious conversations. We had witchcraft conversations. I had witchcraft conversations with that man. Huh. You know, yeah. Yeah, Father was, was cool. Once, he was a cool start guy. a question. He loved Desmond. And yeah. Desmond really loved him. Because he was, uh, my grandma was Catholic. Mm-hmm. My grandma... <laughs> 
went through this phase in her life where she was trying to find herself and she tried the Mormon church and she tried yeah. this and this and then she yeah. finally said it's like Catholic. So Father Bruce would come over to, you know, give her communion, bless her and everything, talk to her. And he'd do his thing and as soon as he'd get done, he'd start, you know, sit down and kind of visit with her and she's like, nope, that's it, we're good now, you can go. And he's, okay, you know, get his stuff together. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah, so, homeboy like. He liked football and he liked rugby. So do you know where he, where, where he got? I don't know where he, I don't know where they sent him, but damn. Well, yeah. wherever they did, that's place is gonna be blessed by. Yeah, him. man, yeah. probably a cool place. Well, he's from New Zealand. He's like, <laughs> I think he's part Maori too. Hell yeah. He's cool as shit though. He really is. He's like hanging out with a really cool foreign exchange student. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. They come by the house and chill. Like he'd come hang out just, yeah. to, just to hang out, watch he football come, with my dad. Well, I just lived right down the street from the church, and I'd see him walking. I saw him all the time. Even when I moved over here, I think he'd, I saw him a couple. Be in the bars too, man. Yeah. Like he'd go to Thunderbird. Hey, Bruce. Good old Bruce. <laughs> yeah, but I, we because we were talking about like one day just about how uh, you know it'd be cool to have Osage uh, headright headright money. For you know, That's OSA's a really programs. Great idea. Shit, when that because talk was happening, that was, he was gone, like gone, yeah. like. Well, everybody was involved in that shit back then. Mm-hmm. Because it was almost kind of like, if you if if you didn't feel that way, you were almost afraid to say anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, my grandparents back in the '60s had a grocery store in Fairfax. It was where that raised tires is down there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. uh my gra- my my grandma has always been a very liberal person. Like, oddly for her, she was born in the uh, mid twenties, but she's always been like a hippie kind of mind, you know. Right. And uh, she she would get an argument whenever we were in high school. I remember one time Trey and I were in the grocery store, and uh, she was talking to the guy. I think it might have been Bill, uh, saying, "You know, I'm here with my granddaughters," and this woman looked and said, "That's your granddaughter." And my granny's like, yes, do you have anything to say about it? You know, I mean, she, <laughs> yeah. didn't, she didn't say, you know, right. she didn't put up. She would have loved it if I would have brought home a black or a Mexican boyfriend. <laughs> oh, she would have loved it. If I wanted a tattoo, if mom and dad gave me shit, I'd go tell granny and they'd tell her, like, shoot. But anyway, I mean, yeah. Uh, where the fuck, where was the, what was the original subject? What? <laughs> I I think we've hit another plateau <laughs> of stone in this. I don't know. We were talking about racism and. Talk about, where were we? I don't oh, know. That's talking it. About Fairfax. Uh, Fairfax and Tall Father Chief. Bruce. Oh, yeah. 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 Mr. Tallchief. And we're back. Before my grandma died, Mr. Tallchief, they had a ceremony and he adopted her as like a sister. And she got a blanket and a feather because she was buried with that. Oh, that's cool. I remember and I thought that was the cool. Because. Uh, whenever they would talk and have conversations, she would always tell them, you know, I've always wanted to be an Indian. I always wanted to be, I think, I think I was an Indian before, you know, she thought like that way too. I think I was an Indian before. And they just, they just loved each other, you know. <laughs> it was pretty cool. My, co- my cousin said the opening line for that Killers of the Flower movie, Killers of the Flower Moon movie is, I always wanted to be an Osage. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that would be. That would be pretty crazy if that was the opening. I, you know, I always wanted to be Osage. <laughs> I don't feel any really, I don't feel, I don't feel native connections. 
I feel a lot of Celtic connections. My yeah. grandmother had family that came from Ireland. And because we always talked about her taking me to Ireland to go meet family. And, right. But by the time we got, I got old enough to go, you know, she was getting sicker. And, but uh, I do. I feel like I have connections back there. Yeah. You ever seen this, this old black and white movie? Not black and white movie. This old movie called The Winter People starring uh, Robert, not Robert Redford, uh, Kurt Russell, a young Kurt Russell. And uh, it's about like feuding, like that. That, that was the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. Like yeah, that kind of rivalry and stuff up in like the hills of like Tennessee or yeah. like in Kentucky. <laughs> Do you remember that Moonshine show that was like that? Oh, I was obsessed with that show. Yeah, it was like that the Hatfields and McCoys. They were, they were like moonshiners. Sorry. Because anyway, I, I, I got like my wife's side of my family like comes from like Kentucky and shit. And so they're all, you know, in the. I guess when the oil boom happened, they that's how NASCAR pack, got started. Pack it up. We're we're moving out. We're moving out west. We're, we're going <laughs> to the oil fields and pipelining and shit. And they, yeah. they had pipeline companies and shit. So they're, you know, I th- I think more and more I think about that. I just think about how I get angry when I think about how miseducated we've been. Yeah. On history. Yeah. We have had. We have been. Just this alternate version of what and that, actually fucking happened, and that's just a, a, a hundred years ago. Is true, and that's just a bit like a hundred so years ago. Exactly. Imagine this shit that's fucking thousands of years old. Exactly. Yeah. If they're gonna hide our history, said that one night, imagine the knowledge we lost when they burned the Library of Alexandria. Yeah. Or, I mean, that changed the planet. Or the Library of Timbuktu, like that old like West African fucking library yeah. is way old too. Yeah. So like. Fuck. What else we lost? You were talking about that book. I wanted to talk about that. You were talking about that book that you read about Jesus in his 30s and when he went off and went to different places. That's ironic because I read, there's a book that Dolores Cannon wrote where she had clients that would go back to past lives and there was this group of people called the Essenes. Yeah. And they would talk about Jesus went with them and it was through, she wrote a whole book about it called Jesus and the Essenes. And it was through past life regressions, people talking about what went on there. And he did. That's what they said. He went and learned the Buddhist, every, you know, went to the temples and every, learned all that stuff to bring back that knowledge. Yeah, that was the whole missing part and of it. And meeting up with John the Baptist. Yeah. You know, that was, there's so much we don't know. Yeah. But yeah. if we don't know it, then we're not supposed to know it. Because... We're not God. We're not but the I universe. Know and the it. universe knows what it belongs to the museum. It belongs to me. I know. I can't get rid of that. I'm I'm itchy like that. Whenever I want to know I'm the truth about everything. I want to know all of it right now, and then none of it at all. <laughs> but look me in my eyes. Is it is it wrong? But also on the other hand, yeah, we're digging up the past, but we're also digging up people's graves and shit. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah. Well, a wound can't heal. If okay, look at it this way. Say I shoot you. Okay. You got a bullet. Okay. Uh, then you don't really take care of it. You just kind of well, I've got thing. You know, you don't really overlook the care of that wound. That wound gets infected and you die from it. It it was the bullet that hurt you. It was the event that hurt you. It was how you dealt with it that killed you. So if you take care of well, you go, in other words, you why is a motherfucker shooting me? That's go in and open it up. And <laughs> well, who, 
Wait, you're, you're blaming the you're victim blaming. <laughs> Don't blame the motherfucker that shot you. No, like, he's saying no who healing, shot you? No who shot you? No healing can you? go on until shot out me. about what happened. You know, a, a pimple's got to fester and it's got to pop and let all that shit out before it'll heal. It's got it, the wound's got to be opened in order to let the infection out and let the truth out in order for it to heal. And I think that's exactly why everything is so divided right now and everything's coming out. And I'm so thankful everything's coming out. It's, I think it's, I don't just necessarily think it's something that's going on with the Osages. I think it's something that's going on worldwide. I think shit that has been ignored and closeted and act like it never happened and everything will be fine, all that's coming to the surface because we cannot heal as people, we cannot heal as a humanity until we have, we, inform- we have sources problems. of information now. We have information that can be passed from right now to across the world in an instant. Yeah. And our, our communication is broadened. Things are getting faster. And what happens when things get fast, whenever you have a molecule of vibration, it gets faster. It gets, vibration gets higher. We're going up in vibration. Yes. The words of a, of the famous of the famous Marky Mark, of the funky bunch. <laughs> Feel the vibration. In the words of the immortal Marky Mark. In the words of the uh, immortal Mark Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Big Diggler. Oh God. Uh, feel the vibration. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> yep. Man. I am super high right now. Are you? Well, you? I really am too. That's why don't you super light up another one and let's <laughs> let's get this let's get this high octane explosion action pack. <laughs> Man, everyone was. I just I just I don't like to drink anymore because of smoke. Yeah. Like I don't see the point in drinking anymore because I always feel like shit afterwards. All it does is make me sleepy. I feel so. Yeah, I feel so much better after I smoke weed. I cannot enjoy conversations like this if I've been drinking. Yeah, it, yeah. Conversation goes to shit when you start drinking. Mm-hmm. It goes down <laughs> to incoherent. <laughs> and I'm a Roman Catholic. <laughs> it's all. I love you. I love you too. Oh man, I love you so much. I fucking hate you, man. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Fuck you. Never talking to you again. I love you, man. I love you too, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> hey, Mr. Lizard. Do you I'm not sorry. <laughs> Paul Rubens, man. Shit. I love him. Didn't he just come out with a brand new fucking Pee Wee movie? Like several years ago. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, I, 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 it's not like Big Adventure. No. Can you believe that was Lawrence Fishburne that played the cowboy next door? That's crazy. Well, gee, Pee Wee. <laughs> Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman was in that motherfucker. Really? Yes. His Mecca Lecca High Mecca Honey Ho. He was. He's the genie, right. man. My dad. My my dad has a his his genetic line. We all have this thing where when we sit and relax, we have our hand up here. Yeah. You remember Doctor Otto? That hand. On yeah. Ernest? Yeah, yeah, that was Ernest. That was yes. Ernest, yep. Hey, Vern, it's Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love Hey, Vern, it's Ernest. Uh, it, only, it was only on for like fucking eight episodes. 
I just and I <laughs> religiously like I like the barber that kept fucking up Ernest's haircut every time he never got it right well gee I just want a vote to come over <laughs> and like that guy would like hope I like a whole bunch of fucking outrageous fucking I uh, use a cheese grater and like oh, everything and how does it look he's like ah I don't like it like <laughs> I still I say that to Mike. My, my kid says it. He doesn't even know its origins, man. Every time he does say, you know what I mean, Vern? Did, did you see my uh, Ernest picture on the wall before, in there? You didn't kiss your yeah. hand and touch it before. Oh, man, that's a tradition I now. That was John Cena, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't uh, see it. I got an Ernest picture. He's holding a he's holding a gallon of Blue Bell ice cream. Before every episode, I kiss my hand and I touch. I touch Ernest. It's almost like when the OU like play like a champion today. I give show love to Ernest, man. I'm like blue veil. Hell yeah, you, you, you the realest Ernest. Camp was my favorite Ernest movie. With I the Indian Ernest guy? Camp. Yeah. Dodging the bullets. They had that. that everyone got slimed with oatmeal. Yeah. I loved the weapons they created to fight back. Oh. <laughs> my favorite will always be Ernest Scared Stupid. Ain't it? I like the Christmas movie. I actually watched that this year. Ernest saves Christmas. Christmas yep. Air brakes. <laughs> I like the guy that's in all the Ernest movies that does his eyes back and forth. Oh, and he's always with that little scrawny old man. Like they were the. the oh yeah, yeah. That. yeah. that guy. They're always cooking up something on the in, in yeah. the camping one. Ernest, you gotta try. Who did like? Wasn't he in like the Smokey and the Bandit movies too, or something? That guy or. I'm not sure. I don't know. I miss Dom. Who that old man? <laughs> the old man that was like a sidekick. They're yeah, like well, the, well, the big the, the guy himself though. Not the oh yeah, the big guy. Him. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys remember an old uh, horror movie? It's a comedy, and it was uh, shit. Not, <coughs> not Liam Neeson or not Liam Neeson. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I already forgot. Naked Gun guy. Oh, Leslie oh, Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Or, yeah, Sorry. Leslie Nielsen. I, 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 I keep thinking thing. of Dracula. It's not Dracula. Uh, Dead and Loving It? No, it's... Fuck. I already forgot exactly. I, I, I knew it for a second. Anyways, it's a spoof of um, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Hams! I have not seen that. Silence of the... That's Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. Thank you, man. I was thinking that's who it was, but I wasn't sure. Fuck. I'm on that Dom DeLuise diet. That's on my playlist now. Because he goes... He goes, hickey-boo. He's like, what was that? He goes, oh, it's just my happy noise. (laughs) What? I watched this uh, documentary about a guy who played Super Dave, Bob Einstein. That did what? Guy who plays Super Dave. Super Dave. Okay, yeah. You move, like all yeah. those crazy studs yeah. and like he would... Kind of. <laughs> Bob Einstein. He had a cartoon also, did he? Yeah, it was... <laughs> man, if you watch... Man, he's... He, I still think he holds up. He's one of the funniest. And it, yeah. And he does curb your enthusiasm. There's this show my husband got me into watching that I actually really fucking love and it's Canadian. It's a... Uh, 
fucking they have like this kind of Moose Lodge Club. Letter Candy? No. Uh, I love that show. The Red and Green Show. The Red and Green Show. If you haven't ever seen it, you have to watch it. Okay. It's hilarious. I like. It's almost like a. You know how SNL did their thing, but there was like a Canadian version of SNL. This is the people that were from that Canadian version of SNL, and it was this show they did. And this guy would do like fix it shows, but he was like, you know, he redneck engineered everything. Everything was fixed with duct tape. <laughs> and he'd say, well, if she can't find you handsome, she can at least find you handy. You know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> I liked that one. I was I grew I loved Monty Python. My sister and her friend introduced me to Monty Python when I was like fourth grade. And I've been a fan ever since. My the Holy Grail weirded me out when I was a kid. Yeah. Because really? it just ended with them like with the cops. Yeah. Uh, and really? it, it threw me so off. I was like, see that's the genius. I was of like, it. yeah. I, but I hated it dead. so much. I hated it so much. But I love the movie. But it's just like, oh, I fucking hate. You that know, movie. I talked Coach Lively into Mr. Lively into letting us watch that for English Lit. Because <laughs> it was kind of yeah. You know, so we watched, and half the class was like. I don't <laughs> Well, because dying laughing. You gotta be smart to get their kind of humor. Yeah. Like, well, it's a different kind of yeah, humor. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit Oxford kind of humor. Like, yeah. Aren't, didn't all those like, guys go to Oxford Frasier, or some shit? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up watching Faulty Towers and fucking Benny Hill. Benny Hill was hilarious. I can still remember that theme music. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, yeah. Mr. Bean's genius. Must watch a lot of. PBS. I did. My my dad watched. Well, you know, well, you know, dad. It's what dad <laughs> wants to watch, and you can either watch what he's watching, <laughs> or you can find something else. Or you can go clean the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you can go do some chores. Oh, you bored? The B word. That's what I grew up never saying. Really? Yeah. If I said, I don't even want to say it now. Ain't it? <laughs> if I said <laughs> bored, oh, oh, you're bored, huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was that. that was like nope. Oh, we'll find I you. Oh, we we'll find you something day. to do. Oh no, I yeah. never. I, I wouldn't even. Oh yeah, my kids are now like yeah, like I'm bored. I'm like go clean your room, clean that front room. I'm not that bored. I'm like okay. <laughs> so I got plenty of shit you can do. Yeah. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> Use your imagination. Be creative. <coughs> Become an engineer. I got him these. <coughs> They're called snap circuits. I got them for Christmas. Uh, it's a tool that teaches you about electronics, and you can. It's got a book that you. The different ways you put it together, you can make a hundred different things. You can make this little fan that'll fly up and off, and you can make it have a siren. All these different things. And he's loving it. Oh yeah. He's and I. I looked up the company that made them, and uh, they also make. Like robot kits where you can build your own robot, and it's so fucking cool. I'm Hell, like, that's oh awesome. man, I'm getting one of those in a couple of years. <laughs> that's cool. He's a sharp kid. He's really smart. <laughs> He's just distracted, you know. Yeah. And I, I kind of get that because I was too. I feel like if my son right now would get into building computers, like now. He would be a fucking genius at it in like a in less than a year probably, and by the time he's out making money, he could just make a a, a living off of something with computers. They have like summer camps now to teach kids coding. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, that, what? 
yeah, teach kids how to uh, do computer coding and shit. I'm like, man, that's awesome. I always wanted to go to robot camp. <laughs> Still not too late, I guess. I never went to a robot <laughs> camp, not a lot. I hated girls camp. I hated church camp. I went to a church camp a couple times. I went to an anti-drug camp for a bunch of Indian kids who I know today had (laughs) no effect on (laughs) whatsoever. Right. (laughs) Like the STD Indian (laughs) culture. Hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. AIDS is not for me, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't making this shit up. I wish I could. It was outside of Bartlesville, the Osage Hills. I know that place. I mm-hmm. had to go to a Girl Scout camp <laughs> there. And I had to go and to those cabins and shit. There. I got bad case of poison ivy, too. Uh, I can't wait till we got to the pool where all that shit dried up finally. You know, the prettiest camp, my kid, Dale. Uh, okay, if you're going from Pawhuska and you're going to Barnsdall, you keep going through Barnsdall and there's that turn off. There's this camp out there. It's called. What the Osage Hill State Park? No, no. This is on Highway 11. Oh. Between between Barnsdall and Skytook, where that four-way stoplight is. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think where that... Anyway, they have a camp They have a camp out there, and it's a church-run camp or whatnot, but once a year they have... It's called a, a Camp Strong, and it is for kids with <coughs> like Dale and kids with cancer. And they have doctors and nurses <coughs> staff out there. All this. One of my kids, a cardiologist, would go out there. They'd have a day when fire trucks would come out, and they'd have big water fights. And it's a whole week, and my kid loves it. And it's like one place that you know they can go, and you don't have to worry about it. Right. And so, uh, yeah, that place out there is gorgeous. I I went out there, and I was like, I so want to do a CE five group. Out there. <laughs> you know. I'm not going to lie. I stood outside the other night. I can't remember if I was here at work. I was I was here because I'm standing, standing right over here. And I swear something moved. And then I go, okay, do it again if that is what I think it is. And it didn't. But I, for a split second, I thought. Right? I was like, oh, for a second. I, was like, oh, I might have seen something. Uh, it didn't, I don't know. Maybe I saw something. I don't know. I've seen a f- the ones that I've seen that I question are the ones that just kind of fade out. Like you'll see it appear, yeah. It'll move, but then it just fades out. And I'm thinking, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it is, and I'm saying I don't know what would cause that. Right. I don't know how to fake that, you know. Or you know, it, it could be something that's going light speed. It just appears out of nowhere. It's just already going. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it. Like a car on the highway. You even think about yeah, it could be a light reflect. I mean, it could. There's a ton of things it could be. Or that could have happened. Think about this. That could have happened a million years ago. That fucking light. <laughs> right. It's just now getting. Here. Just now getting, getting to us. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. could have happened like a hundred thousand years ago. It's a flash. Yeah, it's a flash. It's a flash from the past. <laughs> and that's how we. We're looking at space. Is that space was is the past? Like when we look in the stars, that shit happened millions of years ago. Yeah, it, we, we have no control of it. Right. We're just at its mercy. You're just riding the wheel. Yep. Like a famous man once said, "Born to poop, forced <laughs> to wipe." 
That's how we just have to live in this world. Oh, God. Oh, God. I hope the one thing that dies from 2021 is that women pooping commercial. What's a women pooping commercial? Oh, there's this commercial. No, you guys haven't heard it? No. no. There is a commercial that's on all the time. We have satellite, you know. Yeah. And it's this women sitting there going, I poop. Girl, you know you poop. All this stuff. And it's, and it's putting l- looking at ladies sitting on the pot going, I poop. All It's just about being proud about your poop. It was something about some kind of Stop digestive it. I know women poop. It's, it's all right. But yeah. I don't want to see it. In yeah. fact. You know, I I'm get, I almost seen, makes me angry when it would come on. I'm just I seen like, oh, a, damn it, I hate this fucking commercial. I've seen a wall with a perfect circle of poop just in the BIA building in Pahuska. <laughs> I was a janitor at the time. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. That puts it in a like, my, my, my cleaning partner, Kelly, she goes, oh, no. I go, what's up, Kelly? She goes, and she goes, come here. And I look, she opens that door. And, like, it was a perfect fucking circle of it. And she was like. <laughs> like, you almost wish you could have seen a like, slow-mo video of that. I was like. Okay, here's what happens. <laughs> you know, by the time she was running to, to get in the bathroom, she pulled down her pants. She hadn't been wearing a dress. No way a woman in jeans does a, this at that angle. So when she ran and shook down her shorts, she had the perfect trajectory. Boom! I didn't quite make it. <laughs> so Kelly, oh, there's somebody here in this building. Oh God! Or there's somebody that works here. There's somebody that been here. We gotta take count. We gotta make sure who's gone for the day. <laughs> Who just suddenly left? Really tired out there. But the ultimate dick swinging move, or whoever I'll get, sorry for a girl, would be if that woman just stayed at work. She goes, if somebody's counting attendance, somebody. Like, they knew the cleaning crew was going to see yeah, it. Yeah, they stayed at work. And so, me and Kelly, we, we had our cart, we walked around that whole building, and we looked at every woman in that building. I was like, one of these women's a suspect. <laughs> one of them did it. I know it was her. I know it was hers. <laughs> drinking that coffee, drinking three cups every morning. I knew it. I just I had a feeling. She ate a whole bunch of sugar-free chocolates, too. <laughs> <laughs> and it was bound to splatter everywhere. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, that's my disgusting story of a perfect... I like it was, a, it was 3.14, a perfect circle... Hi! Wow! And it was it was on the wall. It was like I go. Hold on, this means something. It's like eject a blank. Yeah. When, it, when something hits the moon. I was horrified. I, I went, Kelly, do you need help cleaning this? <laughs> I will and look God around. bless her soul. That woman went, Nah. <laughs> I got it. I was like, I said, Kelly, you're badass. <laughs> he walked away. I said, Kels. <laughs> Man, you my I'm a lot of my heart goes out to you, man. Like <laughs> fire con Dios, Kale. <laughs> She's an older lady too. When we lived in Woodward, my dad worked for Unical, which was you ever seen that Orange Seventy Six Oil Company sign? You know, <coughs> my dad worked for him, and he was over the the field out there. Well, they had an office in town, 
And it was just old Phil Guy's office. You know, there was desks, nothing was decorated, nobody's wives came in there. Uh, well, that there was also in Woodward, there was this place called the OARC, which is like a place for mentally handicapped people. Mm-hmm. And they helped put them in jobs and stuff and right. this and that. Well, my dad and them were sitting in the office one day, and they see this girl outside the window, and she's walking back and forth, and she's looking in the window, and then she walks by, and she's just pacing. And finally, they hear the door open, and my dad and his buddy Dwayne are in the office, and she says, I'm really sorry, I'm trying, I need, and she's wearing an Arby's uniform. And she said, I really need to use the bathroom. Do you have a bathroom I can use? (laughs) And my dad's like, sure, it's right over here, and he showed her the Dino. Okay. And they were sitting there, and they sat there, and they sat there, and Dwayne's before she's been in there a while. <laughs> Dad's like, I don't know what to do. I'm not going in there. And Dwayne's like, should we go check on her? And he's like, I don't know. And they're just debating with each other on who's going to see if this poor girl's still alive in there. And about that time, they hear the flush, and they hear the door open. And she comes out, and she said, I made a little bit of a mess. I'm sorry. And she just walks out. Oh, no. And they're looking around at each other. And they go back, and they go, and it was like you know in the movies when you yeah when the picture comes in yeah. every yeah. different direction. They're looking in there and shit covering the wall, covering. The, I mean, Dad said it was like her ass just spray painted the entire wall and toilet. couldn't quite make it. Yes, and it was everywhere. Push. And there she took toilet the drawers and was trying to wipe it, but was just leaving fingerprints in it, and there was still toilet paper, and it was oh. just. And my dad and him were like, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, they're like, this is not in the job description. And so Dwayne goes, doesn't your daughter work at the nursing home? Dad's like, yeah. So they called Jane. Yeah. And they were going to, and they, that Dwayne also called the OARC people because she was in the uniform. Come to find out that girl. And she had not washed her hands because the sink had shit all over it. Uh She went to work (gasps) at that Arby's. And they went and got her really to work and made her come back to clean the bathroom. They said, no, we have this is their responsibility. They have to learn. Yeah. And, uh, well, in the meanwhile, my dad, he and Dwayne, just took two cans of Lysol, cracked the door open, and emptied two whole cans of Lysol in there. So this poor girl, when she does come back to clean it up, is, like, choking and gagging from the Lysol. <laughs> and it, it was such a huge thing somehow or another. The story got out. And the next day, my dad and them get a fax on their fax machine from down from the corporate office in Dallas, and it was an incident report. And it, like I remember on the bottom of it, my dad and them rolled on the bottom of it. It said any special circumstances or notes need to be taken. And he says there was a hint of Arby's sauce in the air. You know, <laughs> and it was this huge report over it. Oh, we never would eat at Arby's after that. I, mm, I talking about a five deal. I mean, <laughs> I had to take. Uh, so clients to the dentist one time and uh, uh, Enid so we're over in Enid and I have like three clients that are seeing the dentist two of them being seen at once so I gotta bounce between rooms and I'm checking on other clients that are outside with the staff and uh, one of my guys go hey I need to use the restroom I said alright man come on so I take him inside he goes in the restroom I'm checking on clients he starts to step out and he goes, okay, I'm done. And he goes to walk off. I can smell shit like bad. And I go, and it's just like you said, it was on the wall. Mm-hmm. I even saw some above us. 
I made him, I had to go get him, bring him back. I'm like, you clean this bathroom right now. I stuck him in the bathroom and shut it and just stood there by the door and was like, nobody's getting in here until this that, bathroom gets clean. That movie, Daddy Daycare? Yes. That's what he yes. looks up. So accurate. Yes. So accurate. It was a grown man. <laughs> a grown ass man. And yeah. I, I made him clean it as best man, as we I could. I managed a truck stop gas station on the interstate. That one right out of Pawnee. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, women are the nastiest fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Ellen. Thank you. You've only just when proven the point. To a public restroom, I'm telling you right fucking now, women are disgusting. Shit flies, and guess what? Time flies, because we are almost out of time here. <laughs> Holy cow, there's a lot of shit talk. <laughs> and Joelle, I'm glad you came shit talking with us. Aliens, Giants, NBA, it's Nephilim. Some, it's some deep shit. It's man. some deep, deep shit. shit. We went deep. We went deep. Shit deep. And in that, keep your dokes clean. Because, you know, you could be up in some deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. No!